All right. I'm I'm yeah, we're gone. Let's do it. That's it. Hello once again, dear friends and listeners from the deeps of time. Welcome to The Other Ministers, the podcast where the other ministers in your church who are not the senior minister get together and have a podcast. Yeah, every, every couple of months we get together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. It has, it has been a minute. Uh, my name is Joseph. I'm the worship minister at our church here in Central Florida called the Foundry Church. And joining me as always, our church's digital pastor, Hank Taylor. Joe, thanks for having the me. The voice Ooh. of the Lakeland Magic. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Once and future voice of the Orlando Magic. Ooh, Fingers crossed. Speaking into existence we're, here. We're like name, name it and claim it. Name it and claim it. And also joining us, as always, the quitter. Mitchell yeah. <laughs> we're not burying the lead today. I was very interested as to what you were going to say there and how long we were going to, until we've revealed that. We're not burying, we don't bury the lead in no, this in the no. show. Uh, formerly, our church is, uh, what were you calling it? Associate yeah. minister? Or associate pastor? Minister. I never got the big P. Okay. I can talk formally. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I wonder why. I wonder why they didn't make me pastor. I couldn't, couldn't imagine. Uh, we, uh, we're we're going to talk about that as well in our, in our catch-up segment. Yeah. Uh, which is forthcoming. Yes. But it's good to see you guys. How how many weeks has it been? I think seven. I think, I think it has been seven, seven weeks. Let me go back and For, look. Since what? Since oh, since our last, last recording. recording. Oh, okay, gosh. I thought you were yeah. saying for me. I was seven like, weeks since was, you quit? I was like, no, I couldn't have been. Um, I'm seeing May 25th as the last. So probably... It might be on eight weeks. It might Ooh. be eight weeks. Let's see. That's almost a whole uh, you know nine-week report card worth. One, two, three. We four. got an F. For Five, attendance. six, seven, eight weeks. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Sorry about that. Uh, we're going to tell you why that has been the case in our forthcoming catch-up segment. Yeah. Uh, which will be kind of our, our topic of banter Yeah. Uh, for this week. So let's just start with, with Mitchell because uh-huh. Is I that think you have had the most significant change uh-huh. in your life over these last eight weeks. Yeah. Tell it, us about that. So I guess, it, well, the first question is, what did you say our heart out was and how much time are you going to give me for this? Because I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can go a whole hour here. No. Um, yeah, we made a, a huge decision, obviously, uh, to change careers, to to shift a little bit. You know, um, it, it was something that we definitely had been, like, talking over, thinking about. It wasn't a, a quick decision. Like, this, this was, you know, probably six months or so in the making between conversations first starting between me and Hannah and then us bringing it to Seth and then, you know, to Doug and Patty, um, very quickly after for the record, if they listen, it was maybe, I don't know, it might maybe a day. Um, but it, it, so we were looking over our lives, how things have been going with my wife's new job, her scheduling and things, you know, we had kind of gotten to a point where we were working very different schedules. Um, and then like, we weren't, I wouldn't say we weren't able to connect, but we used to be able to like connect in this very cool way between what we did. We always worked together for a really long time, so I think our event, like eventual aspirations were eventually to work in the same field uh, at some point again. And um, yeah, with with her job change, it kind of switched things up with us from a lot of different perspectives, which also kind of freed me up to be able to say like, well, if I actually wanted to go, you know, um, and, and go back to school or or do something like that, I, I could now. Um, so yeah, but it was very good. It was, it was, it wasn't in any way. I know I just went to camp this past week where I was also mobbed with people who I haven't talked to in, you know, a year. So they're like, well, how are things going at the church? 
And like each time I had to make a decision, like, okay, we're going to get into <laughs> this. Like how much time do you have? Do I have you here long enough to fully explain what's going on? Uh, because anytime somebody here is like, you left the church. It's like it's like it's a bad thing. Like th- this well, was not. It, it carries like a negative connotation with it. You and know? That, yeah, and that, so there there were two things that just as you were talking, I I, I thought about and want to say. And number one is I I fully understand what you're talking about with the differing schedules. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the. It's not the only reason. It's not even the main reason that I'm not doing youth ministry mm-hmm. anymore. But it's a big part of it. Yeah. When we had Benjamin, we had our mm-hmm. son. And prior to that, Michelle did, she did youth stuff with me. Yeah. She, she loved it. She was a great um, small group leader, you know, volunteer in, in our ministry. And then um, we had Benjamin, and it was, it was still pretty okay mm-hmm. until she went back to work. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, Benjamin's at a, at a babysitter all day, and uh, I, I would normally pick him up, uh, or sometimes she would pick him up, but whatever. Uh, days where I would pick him up, a lot of times it was because I was going back out in the evenings for yeah. a youth event. So mm-hmm. then she's working all day and walk in the door and yeah. it's like, you know, hey, here's hey, a kiss. How are you? Here you here's go. a kiss yeah. on here's the cheek. Yeah, See you later. Here's a kiss on the cheek and a baby. Yep. I'll be back in four hours. Yeah. And that was hard. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and doing that multiple nights a week yeah. um, just was, yeah. And even like we haven't even added that layer of complexity of a child to it yet. And, sure. and you know, sure. um, but it is. Yeah, and not to like, because of course we don't have to go over all of our scheduling and stuff. Like <laughs> there are there are many things that like we're looking at and going, you know, okay, and this is us with free time, you know. So when things aren't free, how's it gonna be? And then when you get to that point, obviously we're in not not a uh, you're in a more established position, right? Like you know what I mean. Like the last thing I want to do is have a kid and then be like, oh hey, by the way, we're gonna make a major change here. Um, so sure. Yeah. So that that was another thing that got into it, which ultimate spoiler alert not right now but at some point soon you know like me and me and my wife have been married for a while we're gonna have a kid you know um you heard so. it first here hannah is pregnant yes <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not denying it yeah no no she's not pregnant oh um, the, the other thing just as you were talking just in you case mean, Rhonda's listening or my dad i don't want my dad <laughs> freaking out <laughs> uh you mentioned this as well just the the idea that like the the conversation about like do do i even go into this when I talk with people, because the assumption, and this is just, this is a bad statement about American church culture, I feel like, the assumption is somebody left Mm -hmm. a church, something happened. Yeah, exactly. They they did something wrong, somebody else did something wrong to them, Mm -hmm. and it's just not the case. Yeah. In, in, I would, probably most cases. Yeah. Um, But it's, but it's the case in enough cases that Mm -hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, what happened? Exactly. So Mitchell, what happened here? Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's the hardest thing is to even (laughs) say like, you know, for... If you want, we can trade back offices. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that meant so much to you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, I I, I really think um, a lot of it, especially here, you know, the... The staff and like my my bosses, if, you know, I don't want to put it in quotations. They are my bosses, and I respected them as bosses. But also, you know, there's a fam- family environment to it, um, and I, I never thought that they did anything that was like negative towards me, or even you know, uh, I had somebody you know mention this past week. Oh, see, you know, they just let you get burnt out, and I'm like, no, they didn't. Like that, that's not it at all. There was nothing that they were ever asking me to do that I didn't want to do. Like you know what I mean, or, or any of that. So I'm like any burnout was because of me. Like, you know, I kept telling them like, no, I can do this. No, I want to do this. Like, you know, so I I would never put that on them, but there was a little bit of, especially the more like reflecting back on it. I look and see situations of like just being my youth, being young and, and, you know, trying to be such a, you know, a go getter, go, 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 go. Um, 
but also like um, some of that wasn't healthy for me because I think especially when it comes to church, you find so much uh, identity in your church and what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I know for, for all of us and, you know, not to just say I'm the only one who deals with this, but like you go on this emotion, like roller coaster every week of like feeling great, you know, everything's going good at work. But then when things start going bad, like it, it becomes something that isn't just like a leave it at home thing. Like mm-hmm. it comes home with you. And then of course, just church life in general, it always comes home with you. Um, which is another thing that I, it's very difficult for it not to. And it yeah. was especially for me personally, like it, it took a lot of, um, I don't know, mismaturity, but even, I don't know if you can, if calling yourself mature is mature, <laughs> but like in looking at it and going, I don't do a good enough job of being able to shut my brain off. Like, I, I don't know if I can handle this in the sense that like, I'm I'm way too in. Um, so it, it was a lot of things, but again, you know, the, the transition out was, was very nice. You know, like I said, you know, Doug, Patty, Seth, like uh, if I could scream anything from the rooftops and you guys, of course, like the, everybody in general was so understanding and very, you know, nice about it. And, and it wasn't in like a, I don't think you guys were happy that I'm leaving. Of course, hopefully not. I know crank. I think I can imagine you cry every night. Um, <laughs> Quitter. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also at the same time and going like, you know, um, when there is no skeletons in the closet or shady business, like I can fully explain to you guys cause you know, I love and trust you guys. Like this is kind of where I'm at and why I don't sure. know if this is, you know, what I should still be doing. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think in, uh, so of course when you're talking with anybody else, there's this kind of negative, like, Oh, so what, what went, but what went wrong yeah. and where, what's, what's really happening? Yeah. And then yeah. where are you going next? Like nowhere, like here, like, and I'm not going to a different church. Mm-hmm. You know, I had two or three people ask me, so where are you guys looking to go now? What are you talking about? Like, we're not going to just, yeah, I've got you scheduled to play bass next. Yeah. Month. <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing that I would look at and go like, you know, Oh, um, this would be a, a reason why we would need to leave or, or anything like that. And it becomes so disheartening to see that that's constant church culture like oh mm-hmm. you don't get paid there anymore so you're certainly not gonna go there like no like like this is my family this is a place where i want to still be connected and serving and in doing these things you know um and it will be a very you know um exciting thing to get back into because even what i'm finding is like last week at camp um and it kind of it sounds bad and it even kind of took a little like bad like mention it myself but like no longer getting paid to do this like remakes it go oh no this is me choosing to do this like i i want to do this so you know every camp day you know i'm i'm excited and happy not because i'm you know having to be there but because i'm choosing to be there and i enjoy this you know mm-hmm. um so like that was a great feeling um and, and i think it was and also i had a lot less responsibility too so like i didn't have <laughs> we had kids there but all the kids that were very experienced they knew what they were doing so i wasn't like having to watch over them which was the first time in like forever i've gone to camp and not had like was this past one the week where you were the speaker? Yeah, for the week. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And which is a great schedule because they don't expect <laughs> nothing from you except for that, you know, sermon in the evening, which speaks to how great that camp is in the program that I was working with. But like, yeah, so it was it was a vacation. We had our own little our own little bungalow, me and Hannah, which and like is another real cool thing. Like Hannah got to get off for that, so we spent a week there, you know, back at a place that we love, doing something we love with people that we you know loved. So it, it ended up being a great week. Awesome, man. But yeah. yeah. Well, I'll go next. My last eight weeks has been a bit of a roller coaster. Uh, not because of uh, anything super like consequential, but uh, we we had a, um, a flooring company come out and give us a give us. We asked for two estimates. 
one. I thought, I thought for a quick second Mitchell was quitting the podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. F- famously audio medium. Mitchell, a little theater of the mind here. Mitchell uh, took his headphones off very quietly, yeah. uh, got up and walked away. And, and then, and then, but then got watering. Opened the yeah. loudest bottle in the world, <laughs> very quietly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we uh, we had been wanting to redo some flooring. Our house just had kind of old, ratty carpet uh, from when we moved in, and we have a toddler running around. So we're like, let's let's do something that's a little easier to clean, a little less gross. And uh, so we had a we had a company come out and do an estimate. And we just got our wires crossed. Never in a million years would I have thought that standing in my living room mm-hmm. uh, saying, we, we, yeah, we want to do this whole area and motioning to our whole main area, which is subdivided into four smaller areas. We want to do this, this whole area plus the hallway. And then we want a second quote that's this whole area minus the kitchen mm-hmm. and then the hallway. Uh, the guy just never measured the room that we were standing in. So um, huh. we, uh, we, we had to wait like three or four weeks for the materials and stuff to get maybe even longer than like six weeks. And um, so like install day comes, we're expecting the install guy between nine and 10. He calls us at seven 30 and he's like, is it too early? Like I'm here. I'm, yeah. I'd love to get, we're like, Dude, this is awesome. Yeah. This is Come great. on. So he walks in, I start showing him the areas and he goes, I don't think I have enough material. Yeah. For this. Ooh. And I'm like, wait, what? And he said, yeah, like, let me, let me do measurements. And he figured out pretty quick that we were like our, our living room short of material. So I'm like, wait, what? So I, I end up on the phone with the, uh, the owner of the company, the guy who is the actual guy who came out and did the measurements. And, uh, he's like, yeah, uh, I, I never measured that room. I, d- I didn't think you wanted that room. I thought you wanted to leave it carpet. Mm. I was like, what? Uh, okay. So like I go back and look at the estimate, uh, that we signed, and it said uh, living room, entryway, hallway. So, I mean, you guys have seen my house. Yeah. Like, it, it's possible. W- w- when you walk in the house, there was an area to the right where we have our piano and, a, like, a chair and a, yeah. and a floor lamp. Like, that, you could be forgiven for looking at that and saying, that's a, that's a living room. Yeah. Makes some sense. But if you call that specifically the living room, the area that he specifically called entryway is the area that has a dining room table yeah. with a chandelier hanging over it uh-huh. with a hutch filled with like china yeah. against the wall. Uh-huh. So I'm like, nobody in their right mind is calling. So we, we assumed yeah. both of those together were the entryway and the living room was the living room. So it was this whole mess. Um, the, the guy started to put down the flooring. I was like, let's, let's do these two rooms. We'll just deal with a bare floor in the dining room until yeah. we can get the more material. So he gets like three quarters of the way done with our living room, and he's like, "I gotta take this up and pour some self-leveling concrete because you got like big time humps and in valleys and stuff." So I'm like, "Oh my gosh, how long do we have to stay off that?" And he yeah. goes, "You really need to stay off of it for 24 hours." Oh, so I'm like, "So obviously my 18 month old and my five year old cannot be here yeah. for 24 hours." So I had to send them to uh, back up to Michelle's parents. And I had uh, what I call my sad bachelor week, <laughs> where uh, I have a picture. Maybe we can maybe we can put the picture. I'll send it to you. We can put it on the Instagram. Uh, but literally, I have uh, our TV. I brought back into the living room and sat on the bare concrete floor mm-hmm. in the corner. Yeah. And then I brought in a folding chair. Oh yeah. From the garage, mm. and that was my living room for the week. Was just a blue folding chair uh. on a bare concrete <laughs> floor. 
And, uh, and I had to stay there because the other thing that happened over the last eight weeks is our dog has been very sick. She's Aww. had uh, a parasite called Giardia, and we can't get rid of it. We wow. can't, we, we're on our fourth fourth or fifth like anti-parasite, whatever, yeah. whatever you call it, Ooh. kind of medicine. And um, so she's, uh, she's had very irregular and difficult to deal with bathroom issues yeah yeah yeah. so i was like i also can't yeah like i've gotta i've gotta basically work from home this week uh-huh. because i have to i have to babysit the dog yeah. literally because i cannot have her pooping yeah on bare concrete uh-huh. when we're gonna put flooring down over this mm-hmm. it was just it was crazy um the week before that was good because <laughs> we were in uh, uh, Jacksonville with Michelle's parents. Her parents did a, a vow renewal. That's cool. For their 43rd anniversary. Very cool. It was actually wow. on their anniversary. They were like, yeah, you know, we never actually did a wedding with family and friends. They did like a courthouse yeah. wedding. And uh, so they were like, you know, 43 years. Like it's it's time, time. It's time we have a wedding ceremony. Yeah. Uh, and they asked me to officiate, Very which was cool. really cool. That's Very really cool. neat. Um, Benjamin got to be one of the groomsmen, oh, which yeah. was also really cool. Cute. Uh, Michelle was was one of the bridesmaids, and then uh, Lucy was like, I'm not sure what Lucy's function was, but she came down with Michelle. Nice. And um, and she like ran ran from Michelle, and I was like, oh no! I mean, I'm watching them come down the aisle. Yeah. During the ceremony, and I see Lucy like pull her hand out of Michelle's, but she ran straight to me, oh. like gave me a big hug, and I was like. This is yes. the greatest. This, it was. Yeah. It was super nice. It was super nice. Um, so, yeah, it's just been, man, it's been a lot of up and down. It's been a lot of, like, really good moments with our our worship team. And then, like, I spent all of yesterday trying to solve a crisis for, for an upcoming Sunday yeah. where the, the people I need are not available. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this yeah. is terrible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just been, uh, I, I, I would say, overall, the last eight weeks for me have been a very slow incline. Yeah. But by way of uh, very, yeah. <laughs> very high peaks and very low valleys. Wow. <laughs> like the stock market or there something. There it is. Like uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like over the last eight weeks, I'm up like 1.2%. Uh-huh. But I've been as but high. But you were up like 10%. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, yeah. I've been as high as 10 or 15% <laughs> and as low as like minus 30. Man, oh, man. Yeah. That's crazy. What a perfect analogy. Yeah. That is, yeah that was I know exactly good. how you were in with it. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, let's see. Well, this eight weeks, um, I, well, the summer has been uh, really fun so far. I've been here. Yeah. Um, haven't really traveled anywhere yet. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to go up and see my brothers at towards close to the end of the summer. That would be great. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, it's been a great. I preached a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um. So so that was fun. July fourth. Yeah, it was July fourth. July fourth. July fourth was a lot of fun, um, but I'd say the big update isn't really one for for me. It's one for Tiffany. She started a new job. Yeah. Um. As as well. Um. Speaking of you know career uh-huh. career changes, she yeah. left. She left the mouse. Wow. Left the mouse. Everybody does eventually. Very bittersweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very bittersweet. She really liked doing that, but it had gotten so crazy with COVID yeah. and things were. Always, you know, as far as like their policies and uh, what yeah. they were going to do was always <laughs> changing. Uh-huh. And she'd mentioned this and I had not really ever thought about this until she said it. Um, but she was like, we were here like there were people who were hearing that they were laid off on the news. Oh, 
before they ever heard it from a person Ooh, at their company. That sucks. Yeah. And I was like, I've never worked at a place where that yeah. would happen. Uh-huh. But that's what sounds yeah, terrible. Yeah. And terrible. And Disney <laughs> seems like the kind of place where that shouldn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it Yeah. yeah. So uh that that so there was a lot of so it was very bittersweet, but good for her ultimately to move on. She's at a she's at a great company now. Um it's called Guild Education. Okay. Um is actually the uh the guild is an education provider. Um, they provide edu- help provide education as benefits for yeah. employers, so they connect the employers with the nice. education programs. Um, is actually how she was able to get her master's degree through Disney. Guild nice. was the provider of that um, of Disney's Aspire program. Uh-huh. Um, is what is is what it's called. So she's joined. She's joined up there, which was great. She had a really strong resume and student experience, like yeah. being on the student end. So she's on a student operations support team. Nice. Um, that helps with um, internally helping with like looking at the, the they have a thousand people that work there. So mm-hmm. it's pretty big. Yeah. Um, but it's also fully remote. So okay. that is uh, she's enjoying that. We have our friends Mason and Jess who are also in full time remote uh, yeah. roles uh-huh. um and she really liked that lifestyle and yeah. that was a goal she set for uh-huh. herself was she wanted to be in a similar situation so now i'm the only one that's not yeah and uh <laughs> yeah so so that's fine but uh so but she so it's fully so she, they work internally like with the different teams mm-hmm. as far as like setting their processes their operations yeah. all that but also with the students directly when they mm-hmm. have um issues or support questions then she's working with them to get that get that sort of thing resolved. So that sounds awesome. It's very exciting for her. She's in her. I guess this is her third week now. She got a whole week off at Fourth of July. Jeez. So uh, so that was happy so that was birthday, fun. America. Yeah. Well, I think just because summer's not as busy of a time. Yeah. Sure. And so they don't like they don't have a full week at Thanksgiving. Uh huh. Um, they have the Thursday Friday, but Ooh. so I think that some of those days are. Yeah put on to fourth of july to encourage everybody to have a you know big mm-hmm. time and take your vacation at, a, at yeah. an appropriate time yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at appropriate time i uh I'm, I'm very excited i'll be uh kind of on a um a more uh school schedule next next year so i'm really looking forward to uh thanksgiving break and christmas break like <laughs> like this is great well and it's uh it's like a rhythm that you uh, that you've been in like most of your life the, the school schedule like put you me know, back in coach yeah you can do fall with you know a couple weeks off here and there and then christmas you have maybe a month i'll never forget and then you do four months again and mm-hmm. then you're off for three months Come for on. summer and do that again like that's just a rhythm you that's youngins like, man i I'll do uh, it, it just dawned on me i'm 36 mm-hmm. so in terms of of uh you know you you discount the first first four or five years you're not in school yeah so I'm I'm already past the point where half of my life has been not on a school schedule, Ooh. yeah. Except for the fact that I worked in youth ministry for a long time. Yeah, that's. Uh, and so you're kind of kind on of, a school yeah. schedule. Ex- yeah. yeah, I, I would uh, definitely because you would I would take those you know oh there's no school this week you know Christmas break oh yeah we mean for youth group yeah it'd be crazy. <laughs> good times. Yeah, good times. Good, <laughs> good times. times. Yeah, but it's just like a rhythm that at least at our age yeah we're for sure. still like we I remember yeah, it. Yeah, you can re- remember it. I well, remember. And, and being married for me, being married to somebody who works in school, mm-hmm. and now having a child in in the school system—that's nice. It's—I mean—that's that's our that's our life. Yeah, that's our rhythm. Yeah, it's not a bad rhythm. No, it's not. 
hey, not bad at all. We'll see. The only thing is I still have to work over summers. So it's like, uh, but during those, those like off weeks, you know, during the school year, he just hangs out at the house and I don't come in. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> I, haven't li- I haven't lived it yet. So uh, what, can, what can you share about where, I mean, you talked about yeah. the transitioning out, but uh-huh. what is it that you're going to, what so can you share? I can Yeah, I can't talk like who I'm working with. Right, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing that I really can't share. So I'm, I'm going into um, like uh, ABA is what it's called, Advanced Behavioral Analysis. Um, so Ooh. my wife is a board certified behavioral analysis. So she has her master's degree and she's very... Um, I don't know. She's in a good position in her field. So what I'm becoming very smart. Yeah, I'm, I'm becoming a a underling of of her. So not like a, an assistant because she actually does have an assistant who's also more qualified than me. <laughs> but below that assistant would be me. Uh, so how it works is, you know, uh, she kind of writes therapy plans for for different kids. You know, for all kinds of different things. It's not just for kids on the spectrum. You know, it can be behavioral issues. It can be, you know, a ton of different things. Um, and then they give it to somebody like me who works hands-on, you know, with the kids throughout the week. And then I just kind of apply that plan, basically. Um, so is your goal then to be where she is now? Yes. Yeah. So that that, that is the thought. So I'm, I'm going to go back in and, you know, this is, which is kind of a little crazy to me that it's a 40 hour course and, and a state test, which I'm like, man, you're, you're doing a lot for just having like it. That's your like real, I mean, a high school diploma too, but like, that's your qualifications. Um, but uh, I'm going to do that. So that's pretty like low, low risk for me to get into it. Easy for me to, to jump in. Um, I, I've kind of already committed to saying in, in my mind, I guess with nobody else, um, you know, I'll, I'll try it for a school year you know, basically, you know, go from, you know, fall to spring. And then hopefully by then I'll be able to make a decision like, okay, is this something that I, you know, that I'm enjoying really, you know, want to do and keep going in. Um, but I think just as a, as a way to, um, kind of get ahead of the curve is I have to rework a little of my undergrad in order to be able to get into a master's program. So I'm just going to start that now. Um, and then basically I think if, if I do get into it in a year from now, I'm like, this isn't exactly what I want to do then I'll tweak my degree to something that's a little bit more educationally based and then just still get a master's in education um, just so that I can have a, have a, have, you know, be the same level as Hank. I'm trying to get my master's, you know, <laughs> it is. I told Hannah, I'm like, it, this is not a, you know, it, from the furthest sense, not a, not a male thing. This is not a like, oh, you're, you know, more educated than me. But also at the same time, I'm like, I would like to be, you know, at like equal levels of education. Like you're inspiring me to then push my, you know, my learning on further. So I like that. Um, my wife has mm. two master's degrees. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing I, it. I have none. I have none. My well, my no. mother. Yeah. My my mother will roll over in her grave when I say this out loud. But yeah. I think that ship has sailed. Oh man. For me. At least Getting for, one. At least, at least for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're we're to the point with young kids, where I I could not fathom with with extracurricular schedules and work yeah, schedules oh yeah. and schools just all the normal stuff i couldn't uh-huh. fathom trying to to focus on a master's degree right now yeah tiffany and i both have one now um she doesn't have the diploma yet so i guess in I her s- face yeah, yeah. In, in her face but she makes more money than me uh, so <laughs> well, <laughs> well it's because you work at a church yeah that's yeah <laughs> yeah that's true um Anything else for for catch up stuff? Anything else that's been happening in the last eight weeks? Uh, or should we move on to uh, go Tampa Bay Lightning? Yeah, Lightning one back to back deal. Stanley Cups. <sighs> so I'll, I'll talk about I sports into yet. that series. <laughs> so listen, listen. I uh, as as a Falcons fan, I I've, 
even before the the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl, mm-hmm. just not a not a huge fan of the Patriots. Yeah. Tom Brady by association. Uh-huh. There there was already almost no argument you could make that he's not the greatest NFL quarterback of all time. Uh-huh. And then I, I saw I saw a friend who's who's a um, a Buccaneers fan, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, post this, and he's like, Steve Moody. Uh, <laughs> no, no, he's a buddy of mine from college. Uh, but he was like the 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 picture said like Tampa Bay like no titles ever, I think maybe the Lightning had won yeah one the before. Lightning had won, but Tom Brady comes to town, Tampa Bay wins uh, so wins the Stanley Cup wins the Super Bowl they're in the World Series yeah. and then they repeat the Stanley Cup mm-hmm. and it's like fans a winner dang he just like he elevated an entire infectious. city yeah. with his mere presence the only two. Uh, <laughs> Cities that have won, you know, back uh, to back. Well, well, the only c- cities that have won titles since COVID have been Tampa Bay in major sports. Yeah, Tampa Bay and L.A. Yeah, Lakers won mm-hmm. and the Dodgers won. Yeah. that World Series. Uh-huh. So it's only been two cities. Only been two cities. Well, there's about to be another. And one. that, yeah. but yeah, but there, there is about to be the NBA Finals. Yeah, that's about to get broken. Mm-hmm. But yeah. five, six. How many you get? Uh, I I like five. I like I like. I yeah. Like Sons of Five. Yeah, we missed that whole phase together. Yeah, we missed Sons and Sons Four and guy. Four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's crazy. Oh, I yeah. yeah. It is, I love. I don't know if I love. I he's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> he's crazy. Good times. I don't know who you guys. I love. There is yeah. a uh, oh, there was a viral clip of a um fan altercation yeah i think it was was it during the clipper series or was it the one right before that i think it was the one before i think it was utah oh it might have been yeah it might have been so anyways uh this suns fan and a jazz fan get into a fight they're fighting and then yeah. the fight's like over uh-huh. it's like winding down but then the guy like the suns fan like turns around mm-hmm. and he's like gets right back in this guy's face he holds up four fingers he's like suns in four and it was, I it mean, was this dude moment. absolutely blew up. I mean, he's had his 15 minutes <laughs> yeah, of fame oh yeah. now. He has been hosting all these after parties. He's been at every <laughs> Suns game. Yeah. People are going around. Like, they see this guy. Making t-shirts. Yeah, making yeah. t-shirts. Like, he's at, and so he's just been, what? he's been. Did the, they win that series in four? They did. They did. Okay. So that was, yeah, so he talked it, and the, the, then they backed it up. But also <laughs> endearing to me. Uh, is he got so in the fight like him and the guy were going back and forth and then the guy kind of like stopped and looked away and then swung at him like so he like kind of cheap shot at him and then that guy who was he was also lower and won the fight so it was like you know he he got the cheap shot he had the worst ground and still and then they swept him it was a whole like (laughs) just a whole win for that man in that moment yeah yeah. but also seeing all of this has made me i want to say uneasy but i'm like it's people People need to calm down. Like at sporting events and all of this stuff. Like, did you see him breaking into Wembley last Saturday? Like, just like mowing down barricades and like security guards to get into the stadium. And I'm just like, oh, people. We ugh. took a year off of sport, like going to yeah. these things, and then it was just like everybody was uh-huh. just absolutely nuts. I, I was nuts. One of the podcasts that I listened to is uh, hosted by a, a British guy who's super into soccer, but mostly cricket. And uh, he he was joking about how uh, the England soccer team has not won anything of consequence yeah. since the 1966 uh-huh. World Cup, and uh, so he he anyway he was just ta- they, he was joking with the other hosts about how uh, 
the 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 hooliganism and all this kind of stuff of them reaching the Euro Cup yeah. final, and one of the hosts was like, "If they lose, it like it'll be fine because yeah. we're used to England yeah, losing." Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not sure we're prepared for what will happen. Yeah, again, <laughs> yeah. You know, if we actually win that game, riots in the streets. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's let's do let's move on. Let's do a modified. Tell me something good because okay. we've been talking about our lives over the last yeah. eight weeks. So let's do. Uh, uh, tell let's me something good. Let's oh, oh no, never mind. You, you do you have an idea? Oh, well, you I did. Throw something out. I, I, I did. I did. I was gonna. I, but I, it was gonna be funny. I was just gonna say Mitchell can tell us, you know, something good about us that he liked before he you oh, know, has to go. Wow. And we can say what we like about Mitchell. Wow. Let's say that That's for so the cute. end. We'll yeah. say that for the end. How yeah. much? How are we doing on, on time core performance? Too? Uh, we're about halfway. Okay. We're, we're like thirty minutes. About halfway. Okay. Uh, I so my uh, what I wanted to do for a, a modified tell me something good was tell me something good you're reading watching listening to right now so it's time for tell me something good I'll start um, please kids yeah because I I, s- I sprung this on <laughs> these guys I mean it shouldn't be that hard to just think about what you've been listening and watching and reading lately uh, but um, I've been reading a lot of good books, uh, audio books as well. I, I listened to one called Jesus and John Wayne. Mm. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that one. We are talking about it some in the office, and it's, it's sort of an exploration of um, sort of the, the dominant evangelical culture mm-hmm. and sort of the origins of that, and in, in, in many cases how how separated it actually is from from church like it's very much the the cultural christianity of of our day uh i listened to another one from malcolm gladwell called the bomber mafia okay which was also quite good and it it in some ways is the story of how we got the air force that Mm -hmm. we have yeah uh now um in some ways it's the story of world war ii uh army air corps um, but it basically traces the the development of bombers okay. uh, up through, you know, really the the fire bombing of Japan yeah. uh, at the tail end of the war. <coughs> and uh, there was this group of guys who were uh, they were at some air base in Alabama that was like the it was like the school where they yeah. sent they sent people to to learn tactics mm-hmm. for the Army Air Corps. And a lot of these guys, they, they were like, if, if the army knew what we were teaching, what we were talking about, yeah. they would have court-martialed us. Because Ooh. their whole idea was, with bombers, with if, if we can figure out a way to do daylight, high-altitude, uh, precision bombing, mm-hmm. there's no need for armies. Yeah. If, you know, if an army comes to a border, we just fly over that army, yeah. completely destroy their infrastructure behind uh-huh. the lines, yeah. and, and then it's over. Like, the war's over. Uh, and of course, the problem was in 1942 we didn't have the technology to do that. Yeah. And uh, so there was this one guy, um, Hayward Hansel, who was a general, and he was a true believer in bomber mafia stuff. Uh, his polar opposite was uh, a General Curtis Lemay, mm-hmm. who uh, was given control of the bomber fleet in the Pacific and orchestrated the firebombing of Tokyo and then Ooh. 62 other Japanese cities. Gosh. Um, and so the first night of firebombing in Tokyo, it's estimated 100,000 people burned to death. Oh, my God. Like it, was, it was horrible. Yeah. And, again, his whole thing was 
like, yeah, it'd be great if we could if we could do what the bomber mafia wants to do, we yeah. could we could have a lot fewer civilian casualties. Uh -huh. But ultimately, with the technology we have, the best way to limit casualties is to burn everything. Yeah. And and make them want to end the war. Um and so of course he did this firebombing thing for like three months. Yep. Uh like almost oh every gosh. night. I mean it was insane. And uh, and then we dropped two atomic bombs on him. Um but then after after the war, Curtis LeMay was put in charge of the nuclear arsenal yeah. um, of the United States. So strategic nuclear bombers, nuclear missiles, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but what's interesting, uh, there, there's, a, there's a quote at the end of the book that really stuck out, stood out to me. And uh, uh, Malcolm Gladwell says, um, Curtis LeMay won the battle, right? He, he ultimately yeah. was put in charge of the bombers in the Pacific in, the, in World War II. But Hayward Hansel won the war. Because the way our our Air Force operates today, yeah. it's it's establish air dominance with mm -hmm. fighters and interceptors so that our our bombers and our, our in a lot of cases our drones can go in and like you know there's we we've all probably seen videos of like there's four or five cars yeah and and we shoot the second one mm -hmm. you know and and they're like we we have munitions now where if if we know that somebody's on the fourth floor of a ten story building. And we know what room they're in. We can put a bomb in that room yeah. and not destroy the building. Yeah. And so it's like they're, they're, the bomber mafia's vision uh -huh. is what we do now. Yeah. It just didn't have the technology 70 mm. years ago. It's pretty interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Did that, how much of that book kind of made you just feel a little squirrely, though? I feel like the entire time I'd be like, oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a history guy. So, yeah. I, I mean, a, some of it was news to me. Some of it was not. Um but the the ethical stuff is yeah, the interesting that's thing. What, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, just the the idea that that back before we carpet bombed, you know, entire cities, mm -hmm. there were already people going. That's not a good way yeah. to do it. Yeah, like there's there's got to be a better way, mm. uh, and that they were pursuing that, and that was what their doctrine, their tactics were all based on that. But they just the the best bomb site we had at the time was that accurate. Under yeah. perfect conditions. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not perfect conditions when you're yeah. flying over enemy airspace For and sure. there's enemy fighters coming yeah. in and and you've got people clamming up uh -huh. because hey, we might die in this situation. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're by yourself uh, at a bombing run in the desert uh -huh. and there's you no one shooting it, yeah. at you, really high degree of accuracy. Yeah, less so in in battle conditions. Ooh. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and just the idea, like even Curtis LeMay would say and did say for the rest of his life. I, I we we did what we did to shorten the war to yeah. make it you uh -huh. know his his mentality was one year of horrific brutal warfare was better in the long run than four yeah. years of picking at targets here and there uh -huh. and and having a war effort last for four years yeah you know so um you know part part of the purpose of the book is to kind of present both sides and let let the reader decide yeah uh, a little bit but. Yeah, great books, great books. I, I listened to another one called uh, The King Jesus Gospel Okay, from a biblical scholar named Scott McKnight. Highly recommend that. Mm. That one's going to stick around for a while. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been um, basically just working in my life one, like, step at a time. So leaving here, I had to finish a 40-hour course. Um, so I was doing that as quickly as I could. Uh, so that was all I was reading and doing. And then uh, I was speaking at camp the next week. So then all I was reading, or not next week, sorry, it was probably like two or three weeks. Um, I just spent two or three weeks 
reading the story of Elijah over and over again, commentaries, different thoughts, different things. Uh, and then I just got out of that, and I'm studying for this test now. So that, that's that been doing a, a large bit of, of all of my, um, I guess, uh, reading for sure and listening to, because I've been listening to, like, different podcasts and stuff about uh, if it was, you know, looking for things for Elijah specifically before, you know, or Old Testament stuff, which I found, I mean, more cool stuff than I can remember, uh, which was really cool. And I, I think I think that went really well. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if anybody else liked it. Um but uh, yeah, and then watching, I want to bring this up just because it's super fresh in my brain. We just rewatched the first Fast and the Furious movie, which was like one of my favorite movies growing up. And I, like rewatching it, I'm almost upset at what this like franchise has become because that first movie is so good. Yeah. Like, and Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, they're I mean R.I.P. Pauly, but they're not good actors. Like the entire, it's very cheesy, it's very corny. Like they're delivering their lines with like the faces and all of this. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Like, you know, all of that very. So like, it's not a good movie in like a, by any like critique, mm -hmm. but the actual plot, like it, it, it kept me guessing. I forgot things that happened into it. And I was like, dang, like this is a lot of action here at the end. And it's not like, completely over the top you're landing a car out of a plane ridiculous action or you know? jumping out of one skyscraper in dubai into another skyscraper yeah like yeah. Why in a gotta, car yeah why yeah, we gotta yeah, do in that a car. you know what i mean so that's what like after watching that one last night with hannah because she i think she had seen it before but didn't really pay attention i was like oh i'm gonna yeah. watch the next two at least before it makes me mad and i stop watching but so two two thoughts about fast and furious franchise number one is i think the fourth and fifth movies are the peak Really? Of the... I, I, I think that's where the two curves meet of yeah. good story, still somewhat grounded, yep, but a lot of fun, uh -huh. good action. After the fifth one, that's when it started getting... Getting a little crazy. That's when it started getting really bonkers. Um, but also, I, I remember having this conversation years ago when... I think when the seventh movie came out. <laughs> so funny. And I... I I sort of brought it up. I was like, do, do you have to do you have to consider Fast and Furious franchise when you talk about greatest film franchises of all time? Yeah, I, I think you have like, to. Does it have to be part of the conversation? And that's what's upsetting is that it has <laughs> to be a part of it. And it's like, you know, they just know, hey, man, we're going to roll these dudes out here with some weak plot with the same basic ideas. You know, F is for family. And then, bam, we're going to make, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. And as long as they do that and everybody watches it, how could you go, no, you know, outside of, like, you're not asking for, you know, someone, I think if you're asking for someone's opinion on, like, great, you know, movie franchises, you know, I'm not throwing it in there. But if we're having a conversation about movie franchises, you have to bring up, you know. Well, and if, if, if you're talking about successful franchises, yeah. it does have yeah. to be in the conversation. Because yeah. they've made, I mean, including the one spinoff movie, they've made 10 of them now. Gosh. Like, what other movie series have there been 10 of? Like, you, you've got 11 Star Wars movies. Mm -hmm. There's uh, The way they're banging what, these what out, we're gonna, they're going to have yeah. twice as many like by the what, next what Star else, Wars movie. Yeah. What else is there 10 of in a, in a franchise? How many how many Harry Potter movies? Was it like six, seven? They eight. made eight. eight. Okay. Um, um, but well, then that, if you but count that had the, a very concrete source material, too, though. That's a good point. And do you count yeah. the spinoff of yeah, the, um, whatever that one is? The newer ones that have been the spinoff. The Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic so Beasts. So there's there's 10 of those now, then. If you include the eight Harry Potter and the two Fantastic Beasts, they... I thought there was three of those. 
Is there? I have no oh, idea. Yeah. There's only two out. I, they talked at one point about having five Fantastic Beast movies. Yeah, so that which would, would be give thirteen total. Yeah. in that universe. What about Lord of the Rings? How many? Actually, there's another Harry Potter coming out this year. I think. Really? This year or next year? Adult Harry Fantastic Potter and Beast. the Cursed Child. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And there's a Fantastic Beast three that's slated for twenty two. Okay. Summer 2022. So that has uh, has very real aspirations of beating because they can't keep doing Fast and Furious movies. Like that's got to be done, right? Who knows? Yeah, who I guess. knows? I, this, but isn't this I one like <laughs> branded as the last as the last one? Oh, I don't know. No, oh, I don't no. have any idea. I saw you would probably. I haven't seen it. any of them since the since the jumping from one skyscraper to yeah, another skyscraper. You left, threw your popcorn up in the air, like I'm out. This is ridiculous. <laughs> no, I mean I've this finished never the movie, happen, but uh, um, especially jumping through the kind of glass that you would have on like the fifty something floor oh, of yeah. a skyscraper in a in a like a supercar uh-huh. where the whole thing's carbon fiber. Yeah, like it's not going to break the glass. No. You're gonna break the car. And, yeah, and and it's gonna slow you so far down that you're gonna make it. You know, what three feet out and then. Yeah, um, I saw on on TikTok. You would probably appreciate mm-hmm. it. I saw there's three of them that I've seen, and they each one made me laugh so hard. Uh, but there's this uh, guy, um, for uh, to to avoid any sort of. Uh, Stereotyping. This was like a musical theater gentleman. Okay, gotcha. Um, who had who? The premise of the TikTok is I haven't seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, um, write record a song that I think would go with it in a Fast and Furious <laughs> movie. Um, they're very funny. Oh, right. I will I'm send in. them to you okay. if you're if you're in. Oh, I'm in. Okay, yeah. cool. I'll send them to you. Do you have they, to be on TikTok to watch them? No, you can send them. I'll yeah, I'll send them to okay. both of you. Uh-huh. Because I'm not on TikTok. Mm-mm. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I still have it. I'm still holding out. I don't know why. I should just make one because it would be so much easier to probably navigate with the app. Uh, that was all my the ones that people send me. But yeah, that was my thing. Tiffany was on it. She was sending them to me all the time. And it was like, so I click on it and open up Chrome. Yep. And I'd be like, oh, like you gotta. Mm-hmm. It was just so much easier. She was like, it would be so much easier if you could just, like, if I could just message them to you on there. Yeah. Then you could just like scroll through them. Watch all the ones I sent you, but now click each one. Yeah. Now I send her stuff, and she doesn't watch any of the ones I sent her. So. Wow. See, I, I'm enough. Call of that. A, I'm enough of a curmudgeon that in that case, if if it were if it were like multiple button presses to open the link in Chrome, mm-hmm. I would just a, as a policy go. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. Uh, we're also at about the ten minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hank, tell us something good. Reading, watching, listening. To I'll go it. quick. Um, just because. Yeah, we're, we're approaching our, our limit, our hard stop. Mm-hmm. But watching, um, I'm excited to put the cap on it today. Uh, the Loki series on Disney oh. Plus has I been awesome. Is it the finale today? I think this is the last one. I, I think didn't know how six. many episodes. Yeah. I think it was doing. just six. Okay. was what I understood. Mm-hmm. So I if it's more than that, it. maybe it's eight. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it was six. It's really good. I've really, been enjoying really it. Good. Michelle and I have been enjoying it. It's been excellent. Yeah. It's been excellent. I still haven't. I still can't. I, I not have it. I probably could. I just have not started watching all of those. I've watched. We watched the movies, like most of them, but I haven't gotten the Avengers. Yeah, movies. you're you're yeah. on record of suffering through the whole yeah. MCU uh-huh. with Hannah. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, <laughs> did you Wandavision? Uh, no. None of the Wandavision was great too. I, I did, but I heard. I understand that they were doing like different sitcoms as episodes, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Was it, like it's conceptually, the, it starts there. Yeah. 
that's part, part of it or something yeah it's part of it that's what yeah so like I, I and and that's the hardest thing is like i'm sure they're great i um, just don't care because no just, one's kicking a ball yeah yeah i just <laughs> well we got we're gonna have a we're gonna have a down period there's gonna be a little bit of a sports uh lull here coming up very soon yeah i feel it right now with there just being the nba finals on and i'm like Ugh, i guess i just have to what watch are you that talking tonight. about yeah. Baseball. There's baseball. Well, this All Star break right now. <laughs> oh yeah, specifically. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no. Oh, hey, I'm still in. The Rays are decent. We got a lot of young people too. Don't get very, me started. Very, very disappointing Braves season. Acuna. Mm, well, uh, in addition to everything else. Yeah. 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 I thought this was their year. <sighs> well, we'll see. I think Atlanta. That the Falcons, I think, have done this twice, where they've played in the Super Bowl one year and then yeah. had a losing record the and next year. Terrible next, yeah. And I think the Braves are going to do it. I, th- I think the Braves are like, you know, we're we're one Mookie Betts away from playing in the World Series yeah. last year, and I think we're going to be sub five hundred for the whole season this year. It's it's interesting how fragile sports teams are when you look at just I, I think because of, of course like it's a you know. Um, so like I don't want to say snowball effect, but you know, as losses start, it all starts to compile, and then you get morale gets down, and then you just start losing more, and it just you know kind of rattles out of control. So of course the Braves are not a sub five hundred team, even without Acuna. Like it's a good team, um, but it, it is uh, one injury and and some losses, and man, it can get ugly quick. It's not just one injury though; it's the problem. See, it's a yeah, lot of injuries. Um, but like I'm major, worried about we, the Hawks next year. Then, oh yeah, yeah, that, that's, oh, that's Atlanta that for sports. sure. Yeah, they went. They were Eastern Conference Finals this year, and then yeah. they gonna get they're gonna get Miami Heat treatment, bounce in the first round next that's year. That's Atlanta sports for you. All right, uh, we we got to move on because we are almost out of time, and uh, we want to take a couple minutes and tell you about the future of the other ministers because since the beginning of this podcast, it's been the three of us. Uh, we've we've had a guest once or twice. Um, but we're not going to end the podcast uh, because Mitchell is no longer on staff with mm. us. Uh, we we took a while, um, and this is part of why we haven't recorded in the last eight weeks. We've had opportunities, but we wanted to be able to kind of talk about what was coming next uh, when we when we did this. We didn't want to we didn't want to uh, you know end the, the Mitchell era, the 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 other ministers 1.0 mm. on a note of uncertainty. Yeah, and so um, we we've kind of landed on on what is next for us. And I'm really excited about it. Um, I hope you guys are too. Oh, I think it's in. Uh, oh, I am. Actually, I don't care. What yeah, you, you don't care. No, I just. I'm a <laughs> quitter. <laughs> this is a me and Joe <laughs> passion project. Yeah, I'm a listener now. <laughs> uh, Maybe may sometime guest because yeah. we'll have we'll have the opportunity to do that. Uh, so let me let me tell you. If if you're a part of our church, if you're especially if you're a part of our Facebook group, uh, we call the Foundry Family. Uh, you may remember uh, Seth and actually whoever preached did it. But for a long time, we did something called Welcome to Mondays, where uh, whoever preached the previous day would go live in our Facebook uh, group, the Foundry Family, and um, would just kind of talk through. There there was usually kind of a fun element towards the beginning. Seth would do, like, here's what's happening in Geneva, uh, which what's happening in Geneva, Florida is always interesting. Yeah, always. For sure. And uh, and then there would be a little bit of a recap of the previous day's message. Uh, Seth oftentimes would do um, uh, like cutting room floor type stuff was what I called it, where, yeah. you know, in, in all the research and, and writing and stuff that he would do, there were just oftentimes things that would be, uh, that would have to be cut for time or cut because they went off in a direction that didn't fit with everything else. So he would share that sort of thing. And um, 
because it was on Facebook Live, there was opportunity for people to interact and chat so we could ask yeah. questions and people could, could interact and that kind of stuff. We are, uh, the plan for the Other Ministers 2.0, Mark II, if you will, is to sort of merge what we have been doing with that. So we're, we're going to kind of bring back Welcome to Mondays, but we're going to call it the Other Ministers podcast. We're going to set up a video camera in our, in our inner office, is the plan right now. We'll see how it goes. Uh, along with um, three, four, maybe five microphones. And uh, we're just going to have uh, seats available and microphones available for any of our other ministers at the church mm-hmm. to come through. Uh, it'll primarily be hosted by me and Hank. We'll be sort of the steady um, things. But, but the beauty of the format is we'll be able to go, you know, hey, I'm going to be late this week. Can you start without me? It'll be totally fine to do that. Uh, our, our other people who are on staff uh, will have the opportunity to just, you know, because it's going to happen in the office, they'll walk through, like go into their office. Patty yeah. will walk through. And uh, she was saying uh, when we were talking about it, she said, oh, yeah, if I have to walk past, it'll remind me that I need to sit down and join you sometimes. And we said, Patty, just come sit down for five minutes. Yeah, like you if have you, to stay the whole time. Yeah. yeah, like if you walk in and you go, oh, I can, I can sit and talk for 10 minutes, but then I have a phone call I have to make. That's fine. Yeah, totally, totally fine. fine. Yeah. Um, and so the the plan will be to kind of follow that similar format to have some fun stuff. Uh, you know, we're fun people. We always have yeah. fun. We'll be able to interact with people because it'll be on Facebook Live, and uh, we'll we'll talk from multiple perspectives, not just the person who preached the message, but from those of us who are listening to the message. Uh, we'll be able to talk about uh, what stood out to us, what struck us, what what we're holding on to. We'll be able to have Seth come through and do some cutting room floor type stuff or whoever preached that week. And um, and then we'll be able to turn it and kind of have the focus be on, on what I really felt like the heart of Welcome to Mondays always was, which is to say, yesterday was Sunday. We gathered, we worshiped, we, we sang together, we heard a sermon. That was awesome. Now it's Monday. Now it's real life. So what, what do we do with that? Mm. Like, how do, we, how do we make that real yeah. from Monday to Saturday? And uh, I'm excited about doing that, not just with one person who preached the message the previous day, but with a bunch of us who are just, you know, we're, we're in the position that most of the people uh, who, would, who would be tuning in would be in, which is to go, well, we, we heard this message yeah. for the first time yesterday. Let's process it a little bit. Yeah, what do we do with it? Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so we'll, we'll have that go out on Facebook, and then we'll pull the audio from that, and that will be the podcast. So you'll be hearing primarily me and Hank, uh, but you'll be hearing other voices more often than we were able to do with the other ministers 1.0. And uh, we have like a TV that lives in the office with Zoom. So having that TV like connected to the device we're going to have yeah. to be able to like Zoom in people uh, if, if we want to do it that way. Um, we, we have a lot of options. Yeah. Uh, more options than we have in this space. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. I really, I, I think the authentic nature of that and the fact that it is going to be very much sort of like a peek behind the curtain a little bit and that it's just going to be us going through our monday routines and schedules and talking about that which is what we do yeah. i mean it, it, yeah. it's what happens Basically, like yeah. o- so, other than facebook chatting with people who are watching us have those conversations these are the conversations we have on a monday yeah. morning yeah so i think it'll be great to like let people in to see that and i think that that will come across really well uh, to people who watch and participate, like I think about the things that I enjoy watching, like on YouTube and TV, you know, 
that chemistry first is huge, but even just like that authentic nature of like, Hey, these are the conversations you're probably having. I think about like the TNT crew that yeah, covers yeah. the NBA uh-huh. Shaq and um, Kenny. Yeah. Shaq and Kenny Charles. and Charles, like all of like, they, yeah. Yeah. All of those guys like that is always like one of my favorite watches. Oh yeah. Like during the play, like during the season and the playoffs, like, because that's just, I mean, those, they're having the conversations that everyone's having after the, and yeah. you're just, witness to that yep and very interactive also uh-huh. as far as including pe- like including tweets and all that online so um there, there's so many examples of that yeah. around and i think that that will be a great way for us to continue to engage people who maybe aren't even coming on coming in person i mean we have a huge online on, online following right now and lots yep. of people who watch us either because they're traveling or we yeah. have some people who are We've just moved away or live in other parts of the country who watch us and and are would consider themselves at least somewhat like a part of our community. Yeah, absolutely. Just to be able to bring all of those all those perspectives, people all mm-hmm. together, um, and be able to have them all share that same experience, I think yeah. it's going to be awesome. So agreed. So uh, the plan right now is to launch the other ministers 2.0 uh, with our new series that is going to start August eighth. Yeah, and so uh, we we will be gone for another f- another what three weeks uh, after this episode. Sorry about that again, um, but uh, the plan is August 9th. We're going to be live on our Facebook group, and, and pos- we should possibly add. that afternoon, possibly the next day. Yeah, it'll be up on this same podcast yeah. feed. You shouldn't have to resubscribe or or change anything. Yeah, we're going to keep it keep it here, mm-hmm. keep it on this feed. So if you aren't able to see it live, you'll be able to at least hear our conversation hear the interactions after the fact as a podcast so that's right that's That's all great so that's that's the plan that's what that's the next phase of the other ministers i'm calling it mark two or 2.0 2.0 2.0 i don't yeah that was all that was a weak sideways office reference right there Mm. i didn't get it oh yeah i messed it up i messed it up yeah yeah we'll have the bell we'll we'll bring the bell into the 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 next podcast iteration too uh, anyways, that is going to have to do it because we uh, have to pack up and then right go to a special uh, goodbye lunch for Mitchell. Mm. Have you guys thought about what you're going to have yet? Yes. We're, I think Hank and I decided we're not going to the same place everybody else is. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, to we're walking across <laughs> the, the street place. to slam cheesesteaks and pizza. Oh, okay. I'm in. So I'm going to go there. <laughs> with. I have not been there since it became slam. Oh really? No, it's I, really good. Okay, it's I mean, really. Good. I wonder if it's, is it the same people? I forget what it used to well, be. Well, I don't. I don't know that I was there Before. when it wasn't slammed. Yeah. So interesting. I wonder. If, yeah, I wonder if they rebranded or redid it. We'll ask. I don't him. know. Hey, just like that, we'll, we'll let, you know. We'll we'll let uh, you know. August eighth. We'll let you know three weeks from now. Uh, well, August 9th, actually, because I think the eighth is the Sunday. But, anyways, uh, that'll do it for now for the other ministers. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm Hank. And Mitchell's a quitter. Oh, <laughs> and I'm Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, man. We're he gonna wasn't going to let you yeah. say that. I'm just happy I don't have to say nice things about you guys. <laughs> oh, we'll do that at lunch. Yeah. We'll do that at lunch. Oh, there it is. We'll do that at lunch. All right. Uh, bye, everybody. Tell me something. That was the wrong song. Oh. Is Neon Laser Corvette <laughs> coming with you? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the start. Love it. I think so. It's got to. Yeah. The theme we'll, song. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. What do I hit? The record button or... Oh, stop.